0: Welcome back my friend today you'll be listening to part two of my latest free training get bold get results in your brand and in your business in today's session i'm hitting some core branding fundamentals that will help you understand how all the parts of your brand work together and how you can get real results in your business keep on listening hey girl you've just tuned in to the Brittany smith podcast and i'm your host Brittany N. smith brand strategist and designer you're tuned in because you're a busy lady entrepreneur, you're a coach, consultant, or content creator, and you need some business besties to hang out with and talk about all things life, business, and branding. So you're in the right place. On this show, you'll get a lovely mixture of business and branding genius, but also faith and motivation. Because let's be honest, we are fabulously multifaceted and amazing. So thank you for tuning in. I'm really glad you're here. We're getting into it right here on the Brittany Smith Podcast. All right, so... Be bold and get results. If you've ever been in my space at all, you know that I love me a good acronym. I love analogies and I love acronyms. So today we are gonna work with an acronym for bold because I want you to be bold in your branding so that you can get results. So the first part of our acronym is BEEB. B is for Brittany, but it's also for be clear on why you are in business. So the first thing in order for you to develop a bold brand is you have to be totally clear on what problem you solve. You have to be clear on what problem you solve. And yes, there is such a thing as um, not, be, not having a problem that you solve when you launch out to starting that business and then wondering why nothing is happening, wondering why people aren't buying from you. Are you solving an actual problem? There are people that go into business because they think it's cute, because they think it's cool, because somebody next to them started a business, but they did not identify what specific problem they solved. Yes, there are plenty of um, graphic designers and brand strategists out there. I solved the problem of poor, inauthentic branding, poor and inauthentic branding. People who are just throwing stuff out there to see what sticks, but it has nothing to do with them or their personality. And therefore, it's not resonating with their people. I help you get clear on who you are and then clear on how that connects with the brand that you are creating and how that connects with the audience you're trying to reach. I am clear on what problem I solve. You have to also understand your purpose as a business why did you start your business? Why did you do it to make money? Did you do it to create a legacy for your family? Did you do it to get financially free? Did you do it so that you can help your community turn your community around? Did you do it because you want to create jobs for people um, who who may not have gotten jobs otherwise? Why did you start your business? What is the heart behind it? Did you do it because you want to see women flourish in, in entrepreneurship? Why did you start your business? Right? I want you to understand that. I want you to understand and think about what kind of impact you want to have because I firmly believe as an entrepreneur, as somebody who is self-employed, I chose this life. It is my responsibility. Uh, I have a social responsibility to have an impact on my community, have an impact on the people that I serve. I believe that. You ought to use your business for good, use your power for good, right? So I want you to think about what problem you solve and I want you to think about, the heart behind your business and what kind of impact you want to have. I want to be able to empower women in their businesses so that they can they can go on to make six and seven figures in their business. I wanna be able to have the kind of business where I'm employing people all around the world. So I'm helping other moms and other dads put food on their table for their, their children. I wanna have the kind of impact where I am empowering all kinds of people all over the world to present their businesses and their brands with excellence and with confidence Confidence authentically. That is one of my, like, one of my core values is authenticity. Sell from your soul, from who you are, right? So that's the kind of impact I want to have. I want to inspire people to be authentic through their businesses. I want to inspire and encourage people to change lives through the gifts that they have as they use it in their businesses and entrepreneurs. Do y'all get where this is going? I want you to um, get clear on these things. Next, i want you to understand and know what you want to get out of your business right you know that first the first slide was about how we want to impact others but what do you want to get out of your business i want to meet amazing women. I want to feel fulfilled in the work that I do. I want to have a bank account that says, yeah, she got it right. I want to have financial freedom. I want to be able to travel whenever and however I want. I want to be able to have multiple properties around the world. I want to be able to take my children, take my family um, um, around the world and, and and give them experience to different cultures and different things like that. Like I, that's what I want to get out of my business. I want to get a certain lifestyle out of my business business. I want to get a certain um, clientele, not even clientele, but I want to achieve a certain level network out of my business. That's what I want to do, right? So what is your end goal? Do you want to work your business for the rest of your life? And that's fine. If you want to be in your business for the rest of your life until you retire, that's fine. Or do you want to grow your business to the point where you're then able to sell it to a larger company, right? What is your end goal? It's important to know these things even now, even if you never thought about these things before, I want you to think about them now. And the other question is, what do you wanna be known for? I wanna be known for creative and authentic branding. Authentic branding, why? Because your brand is, like I said earlier, the personality of your business. Your branding is the soul, the heartbeat of your business, right, and so I wanna be known for authentic branding. Branding, authentic branding, right? That's what I wanna be known for. So what do you wanna be known for in your business, okay? So here's your to-do. Hopefully you downloaded your workbook, but if not, you're able to go back. When this is over in the replay, you can get the uh, the free download because there's a worksheet in there that's gonna help you to find your sweet spot. It's what I call your sweet spot. Your sweet spot is the intersection of purpose, passion, and profitability. So whether you're building a brand around a new product or service, You want to make sure that your idea is sustainable, right? The key to this worksheet that you're going to do is being honest with yourself. And it's okay if you find that what you're doing right now is not within your sweet spot. That's why you're doing the work so you can get clear about it. Um, But the whole point of this exercise is to get clarity on how and what you should be doing with your awesomeness, with your gifts, with your talents, right? Right. So in your workbook, there's a page that helps you work out three, these three areas so that you can see what your sweet spot will look like. So for example, if your purpose is helping people with their health, right? Like you've always been um, interested in working with people in the health profession, some way, shape or form, you want to help people with their health. And you're passionate about moms who are trying to lose baby weight. Like that is just, you just your heart goes out to them, right? You just, you, maybe you were one of them, <laughs> one of us, right? Um, and that is who you're passionate about. And maybe your preferred way to profit from this is through offering services. You wanna be a service-based business, right? So the, the cool thing about this is that your sweet spot could go a, multiple, a multitude of ways, right? You could do that through a coaching program, You can do that through providing personal training. You can do that through providing meal prep services. It all depends on what direction you want to go in your business. So the point of this whole thing is I want you to work it out in your workbook, but I want you to get super honed in on why you're doing what you're doing. Are you passionate about it? Make sure you're passionate about it and how specifically you want to do it, how specifically you want to make money. That is your sweet spot. Okay? So for example, my purpose is to bring the best out of other people. It's to help them to develop and grow into their most authentic self, their most um their most uh brilliant form of themselves. That's my purpose. My passion is teaching. My passion is all things creativity and my profitability is I'm doing it through training, doing it through coaching, through doing it through design. So I am living in my sweet spot. But my favorite thing to do is teaching, right? My favorite thing to do is speaking. So that is right now, what you're experiencing right now is the sweet spot of Brittany and Smith, okay? Knowing the answers to these questions alone are gonna help you make decisions in your business. Everything from what kind of content to share on social media, to what kinds of products to create and add to your offerings. Cohesion and focus are two key ingredients for a bold and successful brand. If you're with me, just drop in the comments and say, I'm with you because we're gonna go on to the next one. So, oh, I want you to obsess about your ideal client. I want you to obsess, obsess about your ideal client. Remember, an ideal client is someone who finds their perfect solution to their problems or needs in the services and products that your company provides specifically. And I know you want to help everyone. I meet so many entrepreneurs that are like, well, you know, it's for everyone. It's for all women. It's for all kids. It's for all men. Wrong answer. No, it's not. And this is why. I want you to think about the reality that everything is not for everybody. Think about how you yourself have preferences for the different brands that you purchase for your household. Maybe you like Clorox over Lysol, right? Maybe you like, I don't know, Little Debbie over Tasty Cake, right? Right. You are the answer for somebody, but you're not the answer for everybody. And you, my dear darling friend, have to be okay with that. And here's the thing too, as your company grows, you can identify different groups of people. It is not strange or foreign for a company to have multiple um, ideal client personas for their different products, right? But if you're just starting out, I need you to hone in on the one, baby. Get, Get good with the one. Um, And I want you to develop, because here's the thing, you have to get good with one because your marketing plan is gonna be different for each client persona that you have. So if you wanna market to women who wanna lose stubborn baby fat, but you also wanna market to busy professionals who also um, are concerned about their health, your messaging to those two groups of people are gonna be very different unless that executive woman is also a mom trying to lose baby fat, right? So you have to be really clear about who you're aiming at when you are talking about your ideal client and developing your marketing um, strategies and developing your branding around those strategies, all right? So I want you to think about how the store Target, right? If you are from the US, I know they have um, stores internationally as well, but one of our major chain stores is Target. And they draw in women between the ages of 18 and 45. You can tell, I can tell that they are calling my name with their advertising. It's in their graphic design. It's in their imagery it's in how the store smells it's in, even in the layout of the store you guys like when you walk in when you walk in um you are confronted with the women's department right it's right there in front of you the women's department is there and because they want to make it easy for you to spend your money and that my friend is what you want to do with your marketing and branding you want to make your branding and marketing cater to your ideal client. So in order to obsess (laughs) or the way that you can obsess or get this really deep down into your system is to know your client better than she knows herself. You need to be extremely, extremely specific (laughs) about who your dream client is. Consider her income as well as her ability to afford your products and services. Or identify key income sources that are going to fund your ability to serve your dream client. Why? Because if you want to serve women who maybe are struggling with certain things or maybe they are struggling financially, maybe they have a lot of children to support, whatever it is, then you have to figure out how to get money into your business so that you can still cater to her, but still operate as a profitable business. Right. So I want you to be specific. Just like I said earlier, is it a mom that is looking to lose weight, but is also a busy professional? Is it a mom who is looking to lose baby fat, but she's a stay-at-home mom? Like Who is she? And then get to know her habits, get to know where she shops, get to know the language that she uses to describe her problem, get to know... um her preferences, right? Get to know what kind of content she likes to, uh, likes to consume. All these things matter in how you show up in the marketplace. And then you can even do incentivized market research, surveys, focus groups, all of those things to actually hear from her offer, you know, to a random, Amazon gift card raffle to all women who fit your, fit your category who wanna fill out a survey for you. You get to pull information from that research so that they can tell you what they want. They can tell you where they shop. They can tell you how to get their money, essentially, right? So that's one way um, that you can do this with your ideal client. The other thing is talk to her through this market research. Use her language when communicating with her. After you do the marketing research, if she says, yeah, man, this baby weight, Or yeah, man, these baby pounds. If she calls it baby pounds, I want you to then tell her, you know, hey girl, I get to, I'm going to help you with your baby pounds, right? That's what I want you to do. And then I want you to celebrate her. Talk directly to her with, um, when you're communicating in your social media or in your email marketing. I want you to pursue her. I want you to serve her and only her, okay? And then when developing your products for your dream client, all these things matter so that you can ensure your products and your services are providing solutions that your target target audience actually wants. This is the secret sauce to getting in tune with the right people to serve them the right product so you can make the right kind of money. When you are solving a problem, you are going to make the sale, all right? And this is why it's important to get clear about these things. So here's what I want you to do. I want you to go into that workbook and complete the ideal client persona worksheet. And what it's gonna do is it's gonna give you a um, kind of like a fill in the blank and you're gonna describe who your person is. I want you to name her and everything. Finding your ideal client is crucial to a successful brand and it's the best way to serve people by giving them actually what they want or need. So further, if you're looking to make a profit, it's important to understand that people only buy things that they need or want. Think about yourself in this matter. You want to make sure that your marketing is speaking the right language. Your ideal client has what we call pain points. It is their problem. The mom who wants to lose weight, maybe she can't fit into her clothes. Maybe she's embarrassed to go out with friends. Maybe she's, um, uh, maybe she's insecure when it comes to intimacy with her husband. Maybe her, her aches and things joint, her aches and joints, her joints ache. (laughs) (laughs) because of the extra weight that she's put on and she's looking to get some relief. You wanna make sure that your marketing um, speak to those pain points, that you can recognize them and they can recognize themselves in what you are providing. So here's an example. Here's an example. Your ideal client persona. This one was one that I developed uh, a while ago. I can probably even update it now, but here's an example. And this is what you're gonna do. The bolded areas are where you're gonna fill in the blanks. Sandra is a woman between the ages of 21 and 35 who is struggling to brand her business. She's full of ideas, but cannot seem to convey her message to the right people, leaving her frustrated and discouraged. She has a master's degree in business economics and is trying to build her own business while raising a small young family. As a new wife, it is very important for her to create sustainable income for her family while also building legacy for her children. When she has time, she loves to shop and create new recipes in the kitchen. This is my ideal client, um, like I said, from a couple months ago. And so in this workbook exercise, you're going to help to identify your ideal client and who your target audience should be. All right. All right. Let's keep it going. Next, live by your systems. That is our L, live by your systems. We talked about systems and I told you how important they were. So now I'm going to go a little bit deeper. So remember our definition of systems, right? A system is a calculated process designed to produce a specific outcome and does so by way of repetition. In other words, a system consists of the steps you take every single time to achieve a desired result. All right, I learned that you ought to create systems before you need them. Ask me how I know, okay? You wanna wanna create the systems before you need them. So if you're getting ready to launch a new product, or a service. Think through the entire customer experience, all of it, the whole thing. All right. How will they contact you if they're interested in your offering? What happens when they send you an inquiry? How long before you communicate with them after their inquiry? How will you deliver their product or service? How will you keep them engaged with your business after this transaction is done? How are you going to take their payment? How are you gonna gather a testimonial from them after their transaction? How are you gonna use the success of this sale to create content and draw in more business? Think it through, think it through. If there's nothing else you do, you need to think it through, okay? Don't overthink it, don't overcomplicate it, but I want you to think it through, woo, all right? Think through your systems. So there are a couple of key systems that I encourage you to look into and develop um and like I said, there are levels to this, right? So the first one, and they're not in any particular order, but a content creation system. How are you going to communicate with your people? Are you going to do it by blog? Are you going to do it by email marketing? Are you going to do it strictly on social media? Are you going to do it through live trainings? Think through how you're going to uh, how you're going to connect with people, and then where they're going to go from there, where your content is going to take your people. All right, content creation system. All right. Product or service development. Do you have a flow for what happens when you have a new idea or a new product or new service or new class that you want to introduce into your offerings? You need to have a system, right? Because once the product is created, what does the marketing look like for that, that product? Who is it for? How do you position that product? There's a system that needs to happen. Even if it's three steps, I create the product, I create the landing page for the product, I sell the product, have a system in place marketing and promotion. How are you going to market? What is the best way for you to market to your people? You have to have a system for that so that you can follow the same steps each and every time. I'm telling you, the systems will take the guesswork out of what to do next. If you have a system, you already know what to do next, especially if you know that it's worked before. All right. The next thing, finance and administration. How are people going to pay you? Are your accounts connected? Is your PayPal account connected to your business bank account? Is your Square account connected to the the JotForm account that you use to capture people's information? You have to have a system. If you do it differently every single time, you're gonna drive yourself nuts and you're not gonna get the traction in your business that you desire. And then customer management. Once people come into your space, how are you capturing the information? How are you communicating with them once you start a project with them? Have a system in place. When somebody makes a purchase with you, they should get an automatic email at least saying thank you. If nothing else, saying thank you for your purchase. All right. These are different things you want to put in place and consider so that you are working smarter and not harder. You also want to document your system. So it's not enough. Hear me. I'm helping somebody right now. It's not enough for you to know your systems in your head. There's something called SOPs, Standard Operating Procedures. These are going to be important because if your vision for your business and for yourself is to eventually have a team, eventually have a staff, eventually have employees, you need to document your systems now. Get it out of your head and get it into a document of some sort so that you can share it with your team. See that girl in the the turquoise at the laptop? She's sharing the SOPs with the team so that they can go ahead and execute those things so that she doesn't have to do all the things, okay? It is important that you document your systems. Get a Google Doc, start a Google Doc, put your different headings for each of the different systems and just write down the steps that you take right now to accomplish those specific tasks, fill them in, update them, change them as you grow. But when you bring somebody on board, this gives you a basis for how to train them so that your your business can continue to flow even as you're growing your team. And then speaking of teams, get a team, train your team, empower your team and use your team. Use your team. Talking to myself, use your team, Brittany, use your team. And using your team is going to be easier and more effective when you have systems that you can teach them and train them in so that you guys can all flow together. All right. Next the last part of this acronym is D, develop a brand identity that cannot be ignored. Develop a brand identity that cannot be ignored. Consider your industry, okay? And do some research. Look at what all the other beauty beauty people, beauty influencers are doing. Look at what all the other fitness trainers are doing. Look at what all the other chefs are doing. Not so that you can copy them, but so that you can see what the industry standard is. And I wanna even challenge you to look at people who are making a lot more money than you, people who have larger teams than you, larger companies that are doing the thing that you wanna do in the place that you wanna be in um, one day. And I want you to do some research so that you can see how those brands are showing up, what kind of content they're creating, what kind of colors they're using. I want you to think about that and think about what you want people to feel or experience when they are, um, interacting with your company, all right? I want you to think about what you want people to experience when they're interacting with your company. What do you want them to feel when they see your logo? I know that when I see the Chick-fil-A logo, I feel relieved, I feel hungry. I feel like maybe I should stop there today, even when I didn't plan to, right? So you wanna think about that so that you can be intentional about the imagery that you use, the colors that you use, the language that you use. It's all a part of the psychology of branding all right then you also want to decide on a color palette and stick with it omg you do not want to use a million different colors Um, a different color every day of the week, just because you feel like it that day. There is literally color psychology and there are different colors that evoke different kinds of emotions. So for example, if you are selling to children, you wanna use bold primary colors, neon colors, you wanna use those bright colors. If you are selling to men, you wanna use those solid colors, the darker colors. Um, And if you're gonna use a brighter color, you wanna use a darker hue of that brighter color right? You want to think about what attracts the audience that you want to um, pitch to. Think about that. You want to design or develop a solid logo. And here's the bottom line, you guys. Consistency is king. So you want to show up the same way wherever you are. If you're on Facebook, use the same logo on Facebook that you do on Instagram. If you're on Twitter, make sure you use the same fonts and the same colors and the same design styles that you are using on your website so that people can begin to trust that you are who you say you are. I cannot stress this enough. Cohesion in your brand, especially in the colors and the appearance, is super, super important so that people can begin to build a relationship with you and your business even before they get to meet you yourself. So here's the other thing that I really, really, really try to get all of my entrepreneurs that I work with to understand. One, you want to use the same voice that you use in everything. You want to publish in the same voice. This voice that I'm talking to you in, this is the voice that I write my captions in. This is the voice that I write my emails in. And I don't mean my audible voice, right? I mean the language that I use, the conversational um, tone that I'm using right now. That's how I write in my content because I want you to know that I'm your friend as much as I am your strategist and I want to see you succeed. So that is the language. That's the tone that I use in my writing. So if you want to become a come across more professional, right? You want to talk and present that way. If You want to present in more of a slang or urban way. You want to then make sure you use that same tone of voice in everything that you do. The other thing is, you guys, if you don't take away anything else from this training, is you have to be yourself. You would not be still watching right now if I got up here and sounded like the dry red eyes guy in the commercial, right? You would not be still watching right now if I tried to sound like Oprah or if I tried to sound like Beyonce. You are here because I'm showing up authentically as a real person, as myself. So you need to do the same in your content. I don't care if you don't sound like the next person. I don't care if you don't talk loud. I don't care if you don't make jokes. Be yourself real recognizes real and people want to work with real people and then lastly use your face okay use your face show up live show up in pictures show up in some recorded videos when you do your podcast Air the video so people can see you and feel you and know that you're real, a real person. Do live events so people can be with you in the room and feel your vibe and feel your energy. Do you feel me? Do you feel me? Right? You want to use your face because you are the face of your brand. You are the mascot. You are the juice. You are the thing that makes your brand what it is. So use your face, be yourself, and keep a consistent voice throughout everything that you're doing. So... Here's your to-do. There is a worksheet in your workbook called the Brand Identity Worksheet. I want you to complete that. And it has a couple of different things in there that you're going to work on. It's going to ask you about your colors. It's going to ask you about the words that you want people to use to describe your brand um, and how you want them to feel when they're working with you. Again, this is also that you can keep in mind what to do with your marketing, what to do when you're pitching, what to do when you're in the face of your client, All of these things that we've talked to up until now are all to inform your strategy for how to promote your product, how to promote your service. Your brand aids in promoting what you're doing, all right? So it's important for you to be clear about all these things. And now that you've done all of that, you can get results. You can get results in your productivity. Listen, clarity goes a long way when it comes to operating a business because the more clear you are, the less time you spend figuring out on a daily basis okay you will know more things and you will have to you won't have to think through every single issue and every single problem when you're clear you become more productive right and it's easier to make informed decisions about the journey when you know where you're going You can also feel more at ease about the outsourcing, um, outsourcing parts of your business, rather, that aren't quite your strong suit. If you know you need to get from point A to point B and it requires a, a locksmith and you know nothing about locksmithing, right? You know that you can then hire somebody to do that piece because you can rest assured that you know where you're going and you know to do the parts that you are strong at so that the whole thing can be successful. Delegating tasks is one of the best gifts you can give to yourself as a CEO, as an entrepreneur, because time is literally money and you can handle more work in less time when you outsource tasks to others in your business. And listen, you might be thinking that you can't afford to hire help, but I'm going to challenge you by saying that you can't afford not to hire help. Okay? I want you to begin to think like a boss. Let me give you a quick example. I do my own graphics because I'm a graphic designer by trade, right? At the very beginning of my journey, I started out as a designer and I still do design for my clients. It takes me 15 to 20 minutes sometimes on a flyer. It might take you eh, an hour, two hours, three hours. And I want you to think about what you charge for an hour of your time. Let's say you charge it $100 an hour to work with your clients on whatever it is you do. Well, if you spend three hours on a flyer, you just spent $300 on a flyer when you could have paid me 75 for the flyer that I'm going to do professionally and in record time and get you what you need so that you can go ahead and promote your product. Right. So you could pay me $75 for my flyer or you can pay yourself $300 in time to get the same flyer done and maybe even at a lower quality, right? not saying that you can't do the flyers, but you hear what I'm saying. If you pay the people who are experts at what they do, you save more money by saving more of your time, all right? I want you to begin to think like a boss. There are people out there that will design for you for $7 an hour USD, Or $8 an hour USD to make you a flyer and it will be much better than what you were going to create in three hours anyway. So you can visit a site like Fiverr.com and find a graphic designer that can do your graphics for you. It is not out of reach, but you have to retrain your mindset and reprioritize your dollars and reprioritize your time so that you can go ahead and be more productive and get those results. You can also get those results in your engagement and your growth. Listen, as you implement the clarity, the systems, the knowledge about your ideal client and your brand identity, your engagement is going to change naturally. It's literally like going from a room where no one speaks the same language as you to a room full of people who not only speak your language, but they use the same slang words as you, they have the same type of humor, and they purchased the same shirt you did last week from Target, okay? That is the difference between clarity and not being clear. It's finding the room where your people are and thriving in that room, all right? I want you to think about what happens when you hear a conversation in the next room over and your ear literally tunes out when it's a foreign language. You're like, I don't understand that, right? But when it's a language that you understand and you naturally hone in to hear what's going on in the other room. That's what's going to happen when you begin to cater to the people who you are called to cater to. That's what's going to happen. They're going to naturally perk up when they hear you speaking their language. So as you get clear in your branding, you can get clear in your marketing and you're going to get clear a clear line from the engagement and audience straight into your business. And then lastly, um, in your revenue, you are going to get results in your revenue. And this is huge because you're going to start to see results. More engagement means more sales. And this is not simply concerning um, connecting with more people. But when you are clear in the areas that we've discussed so far, you can move with boldness and confidence in actually selling your products and services. When you know you can help somebody. Like there's nothing that can really deter you other than them just saying no and closing the door in your face. When you know that you know that you know you have what they need, you can sell with more confidence, right? The more confident you are, the less afraid you are of actually pitching your offerings because you know that you know that you know you're the one for the job, right? And you can help them get the solution that they need. Clarity sells. Solutions sells, all right? So, recap baby we are rounding it on out b was be clear on why you are in business o is obsessed about your ideal client l is live by your systems and d is develop a brand identity that cannot be ignored o-m-g listen you guys you made it to the end you made it to the end i'm so 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 grateful that you decided to stick it out with me in this training 60 minutes of amazing information i know that you got something out of this just drop some emojis in the chat to let me know how you experienced this training what you got from it i want to see your um, takeaways just just make some noise make some noise in the comments thank you so much for tuning in Listen, before you go, I again want to say thank you for hanging out with me, but I want you also to make sure you get your workbook. Make sure you scan the QR code, you get your workbook and do the work that has been outlined in this training. And then I also want to invite you to a workshop that I have coming up on Saturday, February 25th from 10 a.m. to 2 p.m. It is Branding and Marketing Made Easy. So today you got an overview of what branding is and what marketing is. And so in this workshop, we are going to be doing a couple different things. It's a branding and marketing workshop for entrepreneurs looking to be more visible in the marketplace and make more money in their business. So there's gonna be three hours of live instruction. That's right, it's a live event with yours truly. There's going to be a lovely, tangible workbook that you can work in because we are going to get the work done. Um, You're going to get professional headshots. My hubby from AWOL Productions, he's going to come and be set up so you can get your headshots done. It's included in your package. You're going to get a basic marketing plan. We're going to work through a basic marketing plan for your business. I'm going to teach you some basic Canva principles. We're going to go into Canva and do some graphic design training. You're going to get to eat breakfast and lunch. You're going to get to do some networking. And because you are watching this training, I am going to offer it to you for just $129. It's $149 for the rest of the world, but for you, it is $129. And so I want you to get over to GetPaidToCreate.com. That's GetPaid, the number two, create.com slash events so you can get your spot there are literally only 20 spots available for the venue that i have it is a nice intimate space where everybody can do their work they can have their laptops out but it's not enough space for the entire world and it's a live event and we will not be streaming because I want you to be able to ask questions and I want us to be able to workshop through your business, your branding and your marketing. And so again, as a thank you for tuning in, I wanna offer you a discount code for $20 off. So to be one twenty nine for you, you can use the coupon code EASY20 to get your coupon and get your discount and get your seat in this workshop. Meet me there. I will see you guys in the next training. Bye. Wow. So much information. Is your brain full? (laughs) Listen, if you're listening to this show in February, 2023, and you're in the tri-state area, I want to invite you to an action-packed workshop I'm hosting on February 25th in person called Branding and Marketing Made Easy. I'll walk you through some practical application of everything we talked about in today's training. You'll leave with a basic marketing plan, professional headshots, a crash course in Canva, and more. Listen, space is extremely limited, but I want to see you there. So I need you to get your spot at www.getpaidtocreate.com slash events. That's get paid, the number two, create.com slash events. I'll see you there. Thanks for tuning in today. Be sure to leave a comment and then share this episode with another amazing lady who needs to hear today's show. Yes, I'm serious. Just send her the link and say, girl, listen to this. Want to hang out with me every day? Head over to Facebook and join the Female Coaches, Consultants, and Content Creators Facebook group. Or you can join my mailing list in the links below in this episode. Ah, I enjoyed our conversation today, so stay amazing and remember that you are loved, you are needed, and nobody, I repeat, nobody can do what you do the way you do it. See you next time on the Brittany Smith Podcast.